Welcome to the show. It's Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm your host, the Six Man. This podcast is uncut, unscripted, and we talk about a wide range of topics such as black entrepreneurship, social injustice, education, finances, the family dynamic, Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and mental health, along with many more. It's a Real Talk podcast to empower, educate, encourage, uplift, and inspire, and to allow others to be better than they were yesterday. You're listening to my daddy, the sixth man. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better, that's every minute, every second uh. Drop a juice, hope you collecting them. The voice of the people, we all gon' get heard. This real spill, never clear what I say. Always tuned in, never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. Gotta stand up, got too many stand out. Stay ready, like the six man of the year. We up now. We, we, we up now. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday. No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday. We now have 288 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in our state. Over the past weekend, we saw a 678% increase in positive cases. Uh, We now have cases in 21 out of 24 of Maryland's jurisdictions. Sadly, a Montgomery County woman in her 40s became the third Marylander so far to have died as a result of the coronavirus. There are now 635 cases in the capital region of Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, Uh, 32,000 cases across America, and more than 342,000 cases around the globe. Over the past several weeks, we have taken some swift decisive, unprecedented actions in our state in order to slow the spread of COVID-19 and to save lives. And I just want to take a moment uh, to thank the overwhelming majority of Marylanders who have taken this situation seriously and who have remained at home, avoided crowds, and practiced uh, much-needed social distancing. Unfortunately, many people are still not taking it seriously. There were crowds of people visiting the cherry blossoms in Washington, D.C., and large gatherings on the beach in Ocean City and on the boardwalk 
and at many of the county and local parks across our state. Let me repeat once again, as strongly as I possibly can, if you are engaged in this kind of activity, you are breaking the law and you are literally endangering the lives of your family, your friends, and your fellow citizens. Because of this irresponsible and reckless behavior, beginning today, even further and more aggressive enforcement actions will be taken by state and local authorities to disperse these gatherings. In the continuing effort to protect the health and safety of all Marylanders, we are also taking immediate additional mitigation and social distancing actions. This morning, I have enacted an executive order which closes all non-essential businesses, organizations, establishments, and facilities in Maryland effective at 5 o'clock today. In addition to those businesses which have already been closed by our prior executive orders, this new executive order closes all those businesses uh, not covered by federal guidelines, uh, which were issued Thursday by the federal government as defined as critical infrastructure sectors, including health care and food and agriculture, energy, public works, community-based government operations, uh, and the defense and industrial-based sectors, law enforcement, public safety, uh, transportation, critical manufacturing, uh, financial services, and water and wastewater. Uh, let me cl be clear. We are not issuing uh, or ordering a shelter-in-place directive or forcing people to stay home. However, we are telling all Marylanders to follow all of the directives we've already issued and to follow state law against crowds of more than 10 people. And we are telling you, unless you have an essential reason to leave your house, then you should stay in your homes. Today's actions of closing non-essential businesses are absolutely necessary to protect the health of Marylanders and to save lives. This is an exceptionally challenging time for Marylanders and for all Americans. And that includes those who are out of work and our small business community. Our first priority is saving the lives of thousands of Marylanders. And while we are fighting this unprecedented worldwide pandemic, at the same time, we're also facing another huge battle against the potential of tremendous economic harm. And we must tackle both of these problems aggressively and simultaneously. Both of these battles are going to take all of us at the federal, state, and local levels and the private sector uh, rising to this challenge and working together. Over the last several weeks, uh, governors in both parties 
from all across America have come together and pushed for a more robust and aggressive uh, federal response. As chairman of the National Governors Association, we submitted several priorities to the president and vice president last Thursday based on uh, all of the important priorities uh, of the governors. While we've seen some progress on some of these requests, including uh, the invoking of Title 32 so that FEMA can cover uh, the cost of the National Guard's re relief missions and giving us the flexibility, and some progress on increasing efforts to ramp up the production of and delivery of uh, PPEs and necessary equipment, uh, and on extending the deadline for the 2020 census. Uh, we're still uh, waiting for additional action on Title 32 for all of the states, uh, and uh, still pushing for the extension of uh, the Real ID, and we're still pushing very hard uh, for a major economic stimulus and for uh, monies to go directly to the states uh, so that we can help these businesses and individuals that are impacted, and there's still no action on that. Uh, we're going to raise these issues again on our call with the president and vice president this afternoon. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You're tuned into Real Talk with the Six Man. I am your host, the Six Man. Um, this COVID nineteen thing, um, it is it is definitely it definitely has everybody's attention now. It definitely has everybody's attention, as you just heard. You know, Governor Hogan was going over, you know, all of the updates, all of the numbers um, for, you know, what's going on and giving everybody updates on what they need to know, you know, what essential businesses are being opened and closed, what time unessential businesses are closing. And, you know, this is just an update for everybody. I mean, because it's serious. I mean, I actually stepped out last night to go to Wegmans. Um, my mother needed a few things, vegetables, fruits, um, things of that nature. We got some um, frozen meats, fish, shrimp, something like that. And um, the Wegmans wasn't it wasn't too crowded, but you know, it just, it just seemed like people, you know, the more they listening, the more they get an understanding of what this thing is. Um, you know, it, it has some concerns. So they want to go and, you know, get necessary things they need for the house. And, you know, like I said, you know, it's serious because if you look at the numbers, you know, they've gone up, um, you know, they've gone up since the last time I checked, the last time I checked, it was saying that the totals were D.C. was 71 um, cases, Maryland was 149, Virginia was 94, and then West Virginia was 2. And all of those numbers have increased. All of those numbers have increased um, to the point where it, it, it kind of it makes sense. So in D.C., the totals now are 98, and Maryland is 244, and Virginia is 219. And in West Virginia is now 12. And then um, it's been an instance where, you know, people have been talking about, you know, it was a it was a concern whether it was airborne, uh, if it wasn't airborne, you know, things of that nature. And it is. It's airborne. Um, it's being said that it even sits on surfaces uh, and, 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 and it's active for hours. 
um, until um, until it kind of you know dissolves itself. Um, one of the things that I also heard is that it does this this um, particular virus doesn't like um, it doesn't like heat. It doesn't like extreme heat, and it will fall off and die, you know, in extreme heat. And I was also listening to a video um, from a gentleman who was kind of you know talking about how it goes up into your nasal passages and just kind of sits and chills and kind of you know um, kind of grows and lives there because it's a it's a cool climate. And so there are videos online talking about, you know, uh, a boiled orange peel and onions and breathe that. You know, some people have been doing it. You know, a couple people inboxed me that saw the video that I posted on IG and said that they've actually done it a few times. Um, you know, of course, everybody's, you know, um, getting their elderberry, getting their vitamin C. Um, I know myself, I got, you know, elderberry, vitamin C. Um, I got my um, my black sea oil. Uh, my regular multivitamin. Um, I've been drinking ginger tea with uh, lemon and a little honey um, in the mornings. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do my part in terms of being um, as precautious as I can. I mean, I'm talking to my daughter online since she's out of school. Um, she kind of had some fun today. Um, the the school actually set up a, 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 a I think it was like an app for all the kids to kind of log on so they can see each other while they're at home. The teachers kind of come on, you know, to kind of check in with the kids, which I thought was um, which I thought was really good um, that the school is doing uh, for the kids because um, my daughter's mother uh, texted me and was like, your daughter just screamed she wanted to go outside. And I know, you know, as, as younger kids, they don't, they don't fully understand what's going on. They don't fully understand, you know, the magnitude of this, of this virus, you know, as an adult would. So we just try to, you know, limit as much exposure to them outside as possible. Now, I know that um, the kids have maybe, you know, went out on the backyard, you know, on the deck and kind of, you know, got some sun or got some air or whatever. But for the most part, you know, um, especially now that, you know, we've heard that it's been a five-year-old that's been contracted with this thing. And I know at first they were just basically saying that, you know, it was older people with respiratory issues and people just you know, with respiratory issues um, in general. And now it's just popping up, you know, everywhere. I mean, my brother updated me and told me that um, one of their um, dr bus drivers out of their division, the Blazebird division, you know, had tested positive um, for the virus. And it's just popping up everywhere. It's popping up everywhere. I mean, at first it was kind of, you know, overseas, out of the country. Then it hit the States. And then once it hit Maryland and Virginia and D.C., I mean, it just seemed like shit got real. And people were just hitting, the, you know, local co Costco's and BJ's and grocery stores. I know, fortunately for us, you know, we we kind of hit um, different spots um, and, 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 and fortunately got, you know, a lot of the stuff that we needed. I mean, we still need, you know, to kind of bulk up on our Clorox products. Um, and our hand sanitizer, and we're, we're actually, you know, on the process of actually doing that. Went on Amazon. That was no luck. I mean, it was like, you know, delivery date was in May for hand sanitizer and wipes. So we, we hooked up with, you know, a couple people that I know that that's been inboxing me, letting me know different places that might have it. Um, big lots. Um, one of the um, cashiers did was like, give me your number. I'll let you know when we get some more in so you can come in because I caught like, Clorox for the bathroom and stuff like that, but not necessarily the wipes and 
hand sanitizer. So she she was she was nice enough and said that you know through our conversation at the cash register that she would actually you know you know hit me up and let me know when they get something in. And I thought that was nice, you know, just based off our our quick conversation at the um at the cash register. Even though I did spend like two hundred dollars in big lots and just went again to Wegmans uh, last night and spent another two twenty. And not to mention what we spend, you know, what we what we spent as a family in the last two weeks. So I think in the last two weeks we might have spent, you know, damn near a thousand dollars just to make sure we have necessities, vitamins, you know, household cleaning products, um, you know, definitely food, vegetables, you know, just stuff that we can nibble on while we're here and not try to, you know, overdo it and try to be a little healthier in our in our choices of what we eat. And so this was just, you know, an update. Um, I got an update, you know, from Larry Hogan. And I know, you know, people are off work. Some people are still working. Mostly people that I know are working from home. And it, this was just as a courtesy, you know, just for those who might not be, you know, um, up to speed on what's going on. I just wanted to use this as a time to update everybody and let everybody know what was going on. Um, Angela also Brooks um, is coming on in a second. And you know, just wanted to update everybody, let all y'all know, you know, what's going on. Want you to be mindful, you know, that it's airborne, that it's serious. I mean, I, I know they showed the numbers in um in New York and it's the numbers of the cases in New York is is way beyond. I mean, it's in a hundred thousands. I think the number that I saw. um, Let me see. I think the number that I saw in New York. uh. It, the number that I saw, it said that it's 340,000 cases worldwide, 14,000 deaths worldwide, 35,000 confirmed U.S. cases, and it's 570 confirmed cases in the DMV, and 11 confirmed deaths. So, I mean, the numbers are staggering, and I believe that the number in um in New York was in the hundred thousands as well. Um, and that's just in one, you know, one area. So it's just showing you, you know, how serious it is. And I just wanted to come on here and give y'all some updates, um, just for those who might not have, you know, gotten all these updates. Angela also Brooks is actually talking right now. So I'm going to try to get her on so she can update you all on what's going on in the Prince George's County area. And then, uh, I'll be back with a final thought. So right now, this is uh, Angela Also-Brooks. Essential business services will be those including food, health, and financial services. Uh, to be clear, the governor stated that this is not a stay-at-home order. Uh, if you need to go to a doctor's appointment to get food or groceries, medications, uh, or money from the bank, you are allowed to do that. Uh, additionally, restaurants who can provide food through carryout and drive-through and delivery will remain open. But if you do not need to go out for something essential like this, we are asking that you please stay home to help us to prevent the further spread of uh, COVID-19 during this pandemic. Um, I want you to know, uh, we've learned now over the last couple of weeks a little about COVID-19. And what we know about COVID-19 is it is rude and indiscriminate. Uh, it does not know age, uh, unlike what we heard. It does not know race. 
It does not know your financial standing. COVID-19 has impacted every segment of our community. Uh, that means young and old. We have young people who are sick with COVID-19. We have older people who are sick with COVID-19. Uh, we have people of every race and every financial standing who are sick with COVID-19. And so it is really incumbent upon all of us uh, to do what we can uh, because it does affect all of us. Um, I also want to say very directly, uh, most especially to Prince Georgians today. I know that there is so much anxiety because I am receiving the phone calls. There's so much anxiety and concern in our community. Um, and I want you to know that I share those, those concerns and I share that anxiety uh, as we seek to take care of those we love and our family and our friends. Um, these are unprecedented times uh, that none of us have ever seen before. Uh, this virus has changed all of our lives really in just a matter of weeks. But what I want you to know, and I want you to hear this so clearly from me, coronavirus will not have the final say. It will not have the final say. It'll take us some time to dig out of this, uh, all of the trouble that it has caused us, but together we will do so. We will come together as a community as we have done. Uh, and when we dig out of this, we're gonna be so strong, stronger than ever before. And so I want us to, I want you to know to hang in there, uh, that we will be united and stronger than ever uh, when coronavirus is done. I also just want to thank my entire team for the work that they have done uh, in addressing this pandemic around the clock. And I want to say to all of you that we are working seven days a week, uh, all day, to make sure that we are addressing your needs, uh, but to also say to our community that we are thinking about you and that I am praying uh, for each of you and your families. Now, we have some new updates on government operations, um, but before I do that, I also want to extend our uh, heartfelt um, thoughts and prayers um, to the family that was affected on the evening of March 18th. Uh, we were really heartbroken to announce that we uh, lost our first Prince Georgian to COVID-19. And I ask all of you to join us uh, in praying for that family. This pandemic represents really an unprecedented crisis in Prince George's County, and it is affecting uh, not only the community, but I want you to know that as it evolves, uh, we are also making changes. And with that in mind, and in an effort to make sure that we are not only caring for our residents, but we must also care for our employees. As of 5 p.m. Friday, March 20th, I declared that Prince George's County would reduce its operations to essential functions only. Uh, that means that we are moving to not only take care of our residents, uh, but we must also care for our employees. And so these functions are much like uh, the functions that we tailor to snow day operations. And that means that, for example, our pu public safety agencies, including our police department and our fire and EMS department and our Department of Corrections, will remain operational to ensure the safety of our residents and those in our custody. Um, I also want to make a very important point about domestic violence. As we ask people to go inside their homes, we are so aware that domestic violence still remains an issue in many of our communities. And we are seeing that the stress and tension that this brings uh, often brings about uh, more and more of those cases. And so I want it to be abundantly clear that we have not turned off the lights. Uh, the commissioner's office in both Upper Marlboro and Hyattsville are still open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are still accepting and issuing domestic violence petitions. And so we will remain vigilant. 
even during this crisis, to take care of our residents. And so uh, in addition to the commissioner's office, I want every family to know that the Family Justice Center, although closed to the public, uh, that those services are still available by phone during normal business hours. Uh, and if you need those services, please call 301-780-8008. Uh, and an intake specialist will uh, happily follow up with you. We will put that information on our website. Um, but it is really important for us to uh, to get the information out that we are still here protecting our community. Uh, as well, the Department of the Environment will continue to provide trash, recycling, and yard trim collection services on schedule. So we'll continue those essential services. Our convenience center drop-off locations will remain open as well for the public to utilize. Uh, we have suspended all bulky trash collections uh, and those will be rescheduled at a later date. I want you to know that the animal services facility uh, and adoption center remains operational but closed to the public and so we are caring um, for those animals as well. The facility will still handle emergency calls for service from residents uh, and those calls can be placed at 301-780-7200 and again all of these numbers we will put on our website. Uh, our Department of Family Services in conjunction with our Department of Public Works and Tra Transportation uh, will continue to deliver those critical meals that our seniors need uh, as a part of our um, senior, senior nutrition program. Uh, whose participants began receiving those meals last week. We've delivered um, enough meals for seven days to our seniors. We've been delivering them to their homes, and we will continue to make sure that those uh, needs are cared for, as well as uh, we are continuing to operate through the Department of Public Works and Transportation, uh, essential paratransit services, including medical appointments, trips for dialysis patients, and senior trips for uh, grocery shopping. Now, I have heard that there is some confusion about our dialysis patients, uh, and if you have some concerns there, I want you to please make sure you reach out and call us as well uh, to get further information and clarity um, about that. Um, our county's bus system, the bus continues to operate under reduced service, uh, but has suspended a number of bus routes, which can be found. Uh, those bus routes can be found on our social media platforms and on the government website, mypgc.us. You should know that the bus is not charging right now, uh, that it is free to ride the bus. And also you should know that our 311 call center remains operational and will be uh, there and, and ready to receive calls and concerns uh, um, uh, around the clock and so that that call center remains open um, although we have suspended again bulky trash and other services uh, like that uh, for our business community you should know that our department of permitting inspections and enforcement uh, will continue to provide essential review of licenses and permits as well as essential inspection functions uh, and finally as you can imagine our health department will continue to operate uh, providing essential health and wellness services uh, as we continue to work through this pandemic. Uh, for our employees who will continue to work to provide these essential functions and programs, uh, we're hearing from many of them and they should be assured that we are ensuring that the proper precautions and procedures are put in place and that the appropriate equipment is provided to ensure their safety and well-being. 
uh, most especially for those who are frontline employees who are still interfacing uh, fire, EMS, our police officers and others, even at our convenience centers who are still interfacing with the public that their well-being and safety uh, is of critical importance to us. So we will continue to make sure that they have the appropriate equipment they need uh, so that they can return home uh, safely to their families. Uh, we are also continuing to maintain the telework operations that we put in uh, over the past week. And for those essential employees who are keeping the government going uh, during this critical time, they will be compensated with paid leave. Uh, we also want to remind our community that outside of our own actions uh, by the county government, we will continue to follow the executive orders that will come from the governor's office, uh, including, as I mentioned before, that he has announced that all non-essential businesses will close today at five o'clock. Uh, the governor said that uh, that we will that our state will follow the federal guidelines in terms of what businesses are non-essential, and I know that there will be a lot of questions about this. So we will be posting information on our website uh, to give further guidance uh, to businesses and the public um, as to what will close today at five. PM. So look out for that information, but we will detail it. It comes from the federal government and through the state, but we will post that information. Uh, but the message I really want to get across to everyone today um, is simply this. If you don't need to go out, please stay home. And I know that Dr. Carter will, um, will reinforce this message, uh, but that is essentially the message. If you do not need to go out, please stay home so that we can flatten the curve of COVID-19. Um, and we are ever mindful of the really tough financial times that so many are facing as a result of this shutdown. It is catastrophic in many ways. And so we will do everything we can to continue to support businesses and families and employees. Uh, I wanna remind you that the utility companies are not allowed to shut off any utilities and tenants are not allowed to be evicted during this time. Uh, and I know that many of you- So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, um, Angela also Brooks. Um, you know, again, updating us on what's going on. Um, I thought it was very key um, that she talked about domestic violence because um, it's something that I just recently talked about on my show um, last week and kind of just happy that she touched base on it. I mean, because domestic violence is between two people in, in close quarters um, and in most cases is by, you know, a spouse or with people who are intimate with each other um, in close quarters and with, you know, not necessarily like she said, you know, us being on a lockdown, but we're kind of being asked and being told to stay in the house. You know, when you're in close quarters with that individual, you know, things, you know, things can be said, things can happen. And, you know, it could happen more rapidly now that we're kind of on this semi lockdown type situation. And again, you know, even to, you know, talk about um, the, the the places that are open to allow, you know, victims to still file complaints for them to still be actively open and up and running. I mean, that's that's big. That's major. I mean, because domestic violence is one of those, you know, non-talked about issues in our community. And I'm glad that I was able to talk about it last week with my friend Mark Williams. Um, and I'm glad that he is taking the initiative to go to certain classes and get more information about it based on, you know, a situation that happened to uh, two friends that we knew um, that, you know, tragically lost their life because of domestic violence. So I'm happy to hear that he is setting up a week um, of awareness 
for um, domestic violence and just happy that, you know, Angela also Brooks actually mentioned it in, in, in this tough time that we're dealing with as well, letting people know that, you know, those agencies will still be open and, comp and um, complaints can still be filed. So I think that's what's up. Um, you know, as, as you also heard her talk about the um, the the essential um, places that will be closing. Um, the 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 in, the the non-essential places that will be closing, and then the essential places that will remain open. Um, I thought that was important for people to know. Um, a lot of the essential businesses that will stay open are grocery stores, um, for food. Um, food banks will still be open. Pharmacies will still be open. Uh, medical supply stores will still be open. Gas stations and convenience stores will stay open. Liquor stores will stay open. Um, it was some people talking about liquor stores if they close, how it could, uh, you know, it can turn into, you know, some type of looting or violence, you know, if they close the liquor stores. And then a friend of mine who is um, with the uh, Prince George's County fire me and Matt, she made it a point that, you know, it's it's definitely a concern that the liquor store stays open because liquor, you know, alcoholics that have um withdrawals are, are really bad. And they're keeping the liquor stores open to leave these beds open in the hospitals for people who really need it. So that that kind of made sense for me. Um hardware stores are staying open, laundry mats are staying open, banks are staying open. Uh, auto service places are staying open and pet stores are staying open. So these are all the essential places that will remain open. Again, um, I think you can find all this information on um, the um, the state's website, um, on Larry Hogan's side, the governor. And then you can also find out what's going on in our community in Prince George's County on their website as well. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, just wanted to keep everybody abreast of what's going on, keep everybody informed. Um, a lot of my listeners tell me that a lot of the stuff that I let out um, on my platform here, um, they haven't heard um, initially, you know, in other outlets. So I wanted to be that outlet to let everybody know what the updates were and what's going on. And, you know, again, you know, just for me and myself, I mean, we're just trying to be as cautious and, you know, take whatever necessary precautions that we can. Um, it's been a little rough because I haven't had the opportunity to spend, you know, physical time with my daughter. But. We FaceTime each other, you know, on a regular basis. And I'm glad that she happened to have this um, this opportunity with this app through her school to kind of reach out to some of her classmates and to see her teachers and make sure that they're OK. And just give her a sense that, you know, there is something going on, um, but, you know, she still has the opportunity and the technology to still reach out to her teachers and her friends. So I just wanted to come on here real quick, y'all, just to. Again, just this is just a COVID-19 update from Real Talk with the Six Man. Um, just telling everybody to be safe. And like Angela also Brooks just said, man, in closing, you know, if you don't have to go out for anything, don't go out. Try to stay home. You know, if you don't need to go out, you know, don't go out. I mean, if you do go out, definitely take the um, necessary precautions of getting PPE, personal protective equipment, like the uh, the mask, the respirator mask, the N, I think it's uh, N95 mask, um, and, and, and gloves and, you know, um, wipes, hand sanitizer, you know, just, just be safe. Just be safe. I mean, like she was saying, it's not mandatory that you don't go out or they're not making it mandatory that you can't go out. But, you know, if you do need to go out for essential things, be careful 
especially at the gas pump. They saying that uh, if you're going to get gas, definitely wipe your hands off, wipe the pump off, or if not, just you know, if you have gloves, just wear gloves. If you have to get if you have to get gas, um, and just be safe. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, this thing has definitely spiraled out of control. And like you heard Angela also Brooks say, you know, it had it doesn't care about race, uh, color, or religion. You know, it's, it's taking people out that's white, black, um, Chinese, you know, all nationalities. It's taking everybody out. And and as you can see, it's also taking people out in a wide age range as well. First, you know, it was kind of said that it was elderly, you know, you know, people that were elderly, and now we're hearing that it's you know in a range of you know five to you know, 70 or 80 years old. So it's taking everybody out. People are contracting it from Metro to, you know, Marriott Hotel to, you know, um, man, just everybody. Everybody's getting it. I mean, stores are closing. I saw that Marshalls and that whole fleet saying that they were going to close up stores, you know, for two weeks. My job told me not to come back to work physically to my office until March the 30th. And I think they will probably, you know, um, reevaluate that in the days coming but as of right now you know things are getting to the point where we got to be careful and we got to you know use our common sense about what's really going on with this COVID-19 situation so I saw an interesting topic um, well an interesting um, I want not say topic but I saw an interesting article about Florida and how some of the you know um, spring breakers caught the virus and got tested and, 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 and is now, you know, tested positive for the virus. And, you know, it's just one of them things, you know, if you go out there and you chance, it's like rolling the dice, you know, if you're going to roll your dice and take a chance, then, you know, getting this virus is a chance that you're going to take. And I'm not going to roll the dice. I mean, I'm going to go out if I have to, like I said, last night went out for my mother to get some essential stuff. But I mean, as far as going out just to go out now, nah, not going to do that. Not going to chance it at this point. And just gonna try to be, you know, vigilant, be safe, um, and not take that chance. So, just want y'all to be safe and be easy. Again, from the six man, you know, I want y'all to be safe, be easy, and don't do nothing I wouldn't do. And one of those things right now is leaving the house unnecessarily. So y'all be safe, be better than you were yesterday, and try to be as cautious and precautious as you can throughout the next, you know, couple weeks, and just you know, be vigilant. And just stay abreast on what's going on. If I get any updates, I would definitely let you know um, on my end, whether it's through this platform or my IG page or my Real Talk with the Six uh, Six Man page on Facebook. So again, be safe, be easy, and definitely be better than you were yesterday. Peace. This is a journey. It's it's a process, and and I know that you think that you know everything now and out of the abundance of what you think you speak but sometimes if you would just hold your peace and realize that how you see it today may not be how you see it five years from now and you will have damaged everybody with wrong information because you thought it was an experience and it's a journey
price today Cause I'm just moving, moving, moving Yeah, I'm cruising, cruising, cruising Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a price to pay And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today Lord forgive me for my sins and no weapon shall prosper Leave me away from all these damn imposters Standing in the trial singing, I learned my lesson The Lord showed me all the signs, but I ain't get the message Thought I got the memo, you crossing me, never cross my mental It took me by surprise, now this shit is monumental But it's pushing me, it's pushing me, it's pushing me, yeah And I just step into the booth and just stop killing them dead Cause I'm infatuated we're proving what's mine, and I'm just captivated by these newest methods of mine. And it's just fuel to the flame of this aggression of mine. And just like fine wine, boy, we get better with time. Cause I'm just moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a price to pay. And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today. Cause I'm just moving, moving. Cause I've been, cause I've been. I'm cruising, cruising. Cause I've been, cause I've been. I learned my lesson, what And I um, woke up feeling blessed Told myself, gotta live and let go No regrets, forgiveness in my heart Never no stress, mellow breeze AOT, we the best, no Cali On this road to riches For a minute, hey, mileage Had some bustle on the way, guess who couldn't hold on At the same time, got real Look who didn't stay true Who you, this ain't no shade Just venting, no offense, forgot to mention You was my brother from another Nothing but love for you. Hope you shine. I've been told you nothing, no, no one gon' ever stop mine. Oh no, this my prime time grind. Hey, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a price to pay. And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today. Cause I'm just moving, moving, moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, cruising, cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson, what a price to pay and I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ to death.